five, four, three, two, one. <laughs> Energize podcast episode 20. We are back and I'm a bit older. Key. <laughs> <laughs> so guys, it is actually officially my birthday right now. Happy birthday, bud. Thanks, man. 27. Join the 27 club. Yeah. You know, you know what I just realised? That's the worst hand in poker, but it's going to be the best year of our lives. Yeah, but it's going to kick off very strongly. It did indeed, it did indeed. So, today, got up, Chris is downstairs, scrambled eggs, filtered coffee, great start today, walked the dog, chilled beans, watched a new episode of Suits, then me and Basmo went training together, it was an excellent day. Yeah, it actually was. It was the first time we'd actually trained in a while. And, uh, post-marbs, anyway. Yeah, post-marbs, yeah. And it was a really good crack, actually, wasn't it? Yeah, and uh, Chris told me that I was too fat and I, I, had to join, <laughs> I had to join the running club. So he signed me up for a 10k run for my birthday. I was like, thanks, man. Best present ever. <laughs> so uh, on who, the, who had to pay for it? Oh, yeah, I don't know we decided yet either. <laughs> but uh, on the 4th of November, we're doing a... Run in the dark, I That's think it's it, called, yeah. in town. Yeah. Uh, Barry, are you going to come? Yeah, obviously, yeah. All right, Grant. So Barry's going to do it as well. He even sent me up a WhatsApp group called Run Fat Boy Run. I was like, thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> exactly what you want to wake up to on your birthday. So, um, Well, did he just set up that group on the day? Yeah. Did he? Oh, yeah. perfect, yeah. I was like, thanks, man. Appreciate that. Uh, yeah, but he's going to like do me a bit of fitness pants. So I've let myself get a bit out of shape, but I'm going to get in shape. And you know what? There's actually nothing better when you're going for a run and you get that feeling where like it's like... You know, no one like hurts your teeth. You said this run. last time, like, yeah. you, like I oh, didn't know what you're talking about. Yeah, you, you, when you run and you like, you feel it hurt your teeth when you're running. It's like such a like, I don't know. It's it's a good feeling, whatever it is. It's like it's like it's like that cardiovascular like threshold, and you sort of have to push through. Well, you're like, well, you're pushing. Yeah, okay, I get you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was that. So this is all great now because. Me and Barry meant to go out Friday night and I ended up drinking a bottle of whiskey and going to bed while Barry was sitting so I mean I made a show of myself. Okay. It was funny, quite funny. This was like the stupidest <laughs> night, right? Ross's birthday, he's like, Right, we're going out Friday, going out Friday. Typical Ross doesn't organise anything properly at all, right? He messaged me at like six o'clock or five o'clock to be like, My gaff, nine o'clock. I was like, Okay. Got it there at ten past nine. Kicked the door in, right? And his mum's <laughs> sitting there watching East Enders and then Pete's there like bulldozing me around the house and I was like, Where's Ross? And she's like, what you mean? I was like, where's Ross? <laughs> Ring Ross, he's in the pub, like, like already, like, semi-cut. And then I'm sitting there, watching EastEnders with his mum, like, just, like, waiting for him to get home. And then he gets home, drinks, and then falls asleep. And then it was just, like, the, the like, most juvenile birthday for a fucking <laughs> mature birthday. Like. Yeah, yeah, it was, uh, beyond loose. But then I went there for Saturday night and had a few points with a few people from work and... End up having a good night out. So that, that was your plan. That was your plan. You planned to KO with the lads so then you could actually go out with your workmates. Like, the perfect plan. Oh, well, really, see, I would have just went out and smashed the boat nights, but uh, unfortunately, that bottle of whiskey was too good. It had the better of me. The thing with, yeah, the, you, know, you, mentioned, you didn't mention the way. Uh, what, the bottle of whiskey had my name on it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was a, a personalised bottle of whiskey that I got from work and. You personally drank it? Yeah. It got the better of me, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so not- I owe Barry a night out on me Because I ruined his night out on my birthday Saturday was a mess for me man It actually was I was just like Oh I'm like absolutely bollocks I would have like, waited for the Saturday I'll be fair going out on Saturday I was in bits all day Saturday Till like 9 o'clock And then I was like oh, I feel so shit I have to go back out Yeah yeah that's, No here look If I had went back out then again It was just like 
this week would have been absolutely like, just absolutely right st- off. Just wouldn't have started well. Like, like if I don't start kick off the week with like well, then I may as well not. I may as well call in sick on the Monday. Yeah, that's true. There's, I I actually went to work on Sunday, but I had a very handy day, so I was I was grateful. Yeah. No, but like even the thing is training today. That like we the way the way we went about it, the way we were like. It was like the old times when we were in Westwood a couple of years ago. Like when we yeah, were, we're like, having a laugh. Yeah, but like we we're like making sure to like up it every time. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Just like going at a good pace, going a lot stronger. Like you know what I mean, there was good feels today, wasn't there? Wasn't there? What what, what was it? Because it wasn't no. because it's your birthday. I think we just both went there in a good mood and we just smashed it out and we just had a laugh what we were doing. Well, you see, things are sort of bollocks to work as well. So like I don't know. I actually don't. I can't put my finger on it. Maybe like I'll find out some other time. But I think it could have been me. I think it was you, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sometimes I'm a bit narky. What? Sometimes I'm a bit grumpy. Yeah, so what? So I think, like, sometimes you make a joke and then I'm like, shrub, and then, like. No, no, know. everyone's <laughs> grand there. I don't know what, I actually don't know what it was. Oh, no, it was a good time anyway. There was, there was good vibes. There was good vibes, yeah. Alan, yeah. Alan Barber loving it as well. If you haven't checked out his Instagram, right, he's dying for people to check it out. Just have a fucking look at it, right? You don't have to follow him. No, you do. But like, just, uh, just if you do. don't follow him, then he'll know you and you can unfollow him. But yeah, you don't know. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know, he's talking off with your fella, our barber. Yeah, but um, we just, how many hashtags does he want to create? Every time we see him, he's like, "I want to create this new hashtag." Is yeah. something about himself? <laughs> oh, no, fair play to him. He's like doing what he enjoys. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's getting it done. He's putting up. He's putting a serious grind. Yeah, you remember, remember we touched the bar today? I was freaked. Yeah, he touched the bar. Yeah, but um, as it is Ross's birthday, it was my birthday there in August. I think back in August we sort of agreed what yeah, what big, would be the big, big news. Yeah, like, we've sort of said it before, but. It'll be confirmed by the end of the week. Yeah. We're sort of like, what is the what is the one thing we actually want for our birthday? Well, like, for my birthday or your birthday. And, like, what would be, the, like, the coolest experience? Because, like, realistically, everyone goes out on the piss. Everyone does... Well, what yeah, else no idea it was, like, standard. But yeah. Well, we decided we were going to do something a bit better for ourselves. So we are like, New York, concrete jungle where dreams are made of... <laughs> UFC 217, New York, we're coming. Yes. Sorry for the impromptu, impromptu uh, sing-along. Yeah, okay, so it's like early, it's New York 4th, isn't it? Yeah, if you sang along with that tune, let us know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, okay, so we saw, like, the biggest card of the year is going to be New York, Madison Square Garden, UFC 217. Uh, with some of the biggest all the fighters. Fights. All yeah, the fights. Yeah, some of the biggest, the biggest names in the sport uh, with the biggest belts on the line. And Man, all the belts are the same size. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know it, but I mean, like, just like, no, I was just joking. Yeah, I joking. I yeah, know yeah but like, it was just like, that is something that I want to do that, like, now I can do and that that will be done. Because, like, even when we first started doing Energized, like, someone that really inspired Ross was Ariel Hawani, the way he went throughout his work. Uh, I really loved Howard Stern, both of them based in New York. Uh, and we we're sort of yeah, like, so let's see into your studio. Quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we were like, that, there are places we want to see as well, along with like some of the lads that we haven't seen in ages who were over in New York. Uh, it just seems like the perfect time, you know what I mean? Because like, if you don't really do it now, like you just, you're just talking shit, and then you're just t- talking pub talk all the time. So uh, we're like, yeah, let's do it. So yeah, by the end I'm of the week, it should be done anyway. And then we're also looking to go Thailand in April as well. Yes. Um, we're just like, we want to go on like these crazy holidays now, don't we? We want to make sure like trips or lifetime. Yeah, 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 exactly. So me and Barry are also taking Muay Thai. We're going to be doing them on either Wednesdays or Fridays, and you'll probably catch it on the gram. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, <clears throat> this sort of sends back what we're talking about going to Thailand for because like really you want to go for a month in like April yeah. and then like do like a, a Muay Thai class like uh, course over there as well to like 
really take the whole experience in and, and like fucking live a little you know what I mean like yeah I, me and Barry want to bash each other without actually giving each other a broke nose or black eye there we go and uh, yeah so that's all coming down the line you know what I mean so like realistically like just like if you just like put the money down you're either going or else you're like yeah, you're yeah. just wasting money you're all in or you're all out and we're going all in you're fucking all in YOLO <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think that sort of brings the week in news yeah. doesn't it yeah but like I also want to mention that uh, we're getting we're actually like funnily enough we actually just properly started back now because uh, oh, we're getting gym stuff sent to us, aren't we? Yeah, there is a company in Cork called Body Fuels who are actually sending us out. Uh, they're actually sending us out some uh, t-shirts, and t-shirts and food, gym food, and uh, we've been putting that up during the week as well. I actually asked them to write Ross a, like a happy birthday message in, in the envelope, and then he goes and read the message. So like, it's not a surprise. So uh, very me. Yeah. So surprise. I don't like surprises anyway. I am surprised not. I'm not surprised. P.S. Baz, I never got caterpillar cake for my birthday, so like, am I really a year older? Uh, you mightn't be because like, you came on on your birthday. Yeah, so true. whoever's listening to this now is just like, what a bleeding mess. Yeah, no, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But in fairness, I had a good time in that bed. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was like half. It was half one. He's like, give me twenty more minutes, and I was like, we're not going out at two o'clock, man. <laughs> but. I think that's going to lead on to the rest of the podcast. Today we're going to be discussing all fight news. Yes. And all the football news. Yes. No. So, so <laughs> I think like the biggest controversy over the weekend was obviously the result in the boxing match between Gennady Golovkin and Canelo Alvarez. Um, it ended up in a draw. Before the fight, Ross, <laughs> Ross, before the fight, Ross was like, go on Triple G. Then bottled it halfway through a sentence when Canelo Alvarez. So I picked them both. Yeah, and I was so right. you, you, yeah, you actually yeah. technically did pick them both. Yeah, actually, uh, I went Triple G, and then it ended up being a draw. But uh, man, the internet went berserk over this result. Um, tell us what you think about it. Personally, from seeing the fight, what I saw was a lot of Golovkin going forward. Alvarez is very good off the ropes, which is a bit of a strange thing to say against some, about some. But like when he has his back up against the rope, he's good at evading a lot of shots. But the scorecard, I think, I think what really people when people go nuts is the scorecard that was one eighteen to one ten. Yeah. Alvarez, I'm sure there. Were, what was the other one? It was one fifteen to one thirteen. Yeah, Glovkin. Glovkin. And what was the other one? One fourteen each. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm sure if it was one fifteen to one thirteen, Alvarez, and it was a draw that way. There wouldn't have been as much outrage. True. When I looked at the two of them at the end of the fight, and when I looked at the actual fight, I didn't think one was far superior than the other. It was a fairly evenly fought contest, but a lot of people online, and I think myself included, thought if I had to go to someone, it probably was to go to Triple G. Yeah. Um, I was actually watching The Fight Companion with Joe Rogan, right? And he was saying that... He actually mentioned before the end of the fight, saying that Brendan Schaub had said that if it goes to decision, Canelo Alvarez is going to win... Because these showtime, yeah, because he's showtime, and they're gonna they're gonna fuck Triple G over. And uh, Joe Rogan said this live on the Fight Companion. It went to decision, and then they couldn't believe that Canelo Alvarez uh, actually got a drive as well. Like Alvarez must have been like, Jesus, God, I got off the hook there. Yeah, but is it just a setup another payday? Boxing so corrupt is actually frightening. <laughs> John, like, like watching that McGregor Mayweather fight. I I know people are really sick of talking about that, but. The, the way like judges gave McGregor just one round and that was it 
when I watch it, and the first three rounds are fairly the same. Yeah. They're all for McGregor. Like yeah. there's very little output on Mayweather's behalf. Yeah. So I just look at one eighteen to Canelo Alvarez, and not that we're like we're sectioning all that, but that was a woman judging that as well. I don't know if that makes any difference, but I'm just gonna put that out there. Well, it sounds just easy to bribe. I, I don't know whether it's easy to bribe or not, but uh, I'm just like. Yeah, I suppose she's related to Canelo as well. Did you know that? Yeah, sister. <laughs> <laughs> it was his mum. I probably shouldn't have said that about being a woman, yeah. but like, I don't know. I just find like, maybe she doesn't know. Whatever, man. You're a sexist. Everyone knows it. But, um, you see, the thing is with boxing when it comes to me, um, like certain people, like I have to watch, like people like Mikey Conlon, like, I mean, the way he's like, no nonsense attitude, the way he like called out the, the boxing and the way he's committee. fighting on Friday. Yeah, yeah, and the way he's fighting on Friday. People like Katie Taylor have like represented Ireland so well and, and won in the, in the Olympics. And then, like, it's people like that you feel you're so like connected to. I don't know if it's the Irish team because we're such a small country, but it's like you almost feel like they're fighting for your pride in a way. I don't know how, how you describe I it. I just find like George and weird in general. Like, who the fuck is George? How the fuck do you become a George? And what are the criteria you need to become a George? And how much do you have to pay them off? To get them to make, say you won. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just like, why isn't there a lot of like ex-boxers or ex-something yeah. that or ex-boxing like, trainers that like judge a fight and they're the ones who say it? Like, I feel like these are government officials or something you just playing out that person won. Well, you can say it's the same about the UFC, the way that... Yeah, but like, I, I mean the same about the UFC as well. I think the problem is the UFC is sort of a young sport that if so, an ex-fighter were to judge a fight, one ex-fighter does, his name is Ricardo Arona, if he actually judged the fight, he would clearly know the people who are fighting uh, in some in some sort of affiliation. So he might be somewhat biased. I think that's the only argument against having an ex-fighter judge fight. But I always find, when you go on Twitter, like, 9 times out of 10, all of, or 90% of the fighters are all going to say which person won, and the yeah. majority of the time they're going to agree. Yeah. So, therefore, they probably do call the fights better than the judges do. I think it just all comes down to corruption and then uh, like like even before the fight there was like 30 people in the ring like I mean like do you really need yeah, that many yeah, people? Yeah, yeah. Joe Rogan have a heart attack Every, he's, like, like, he's like why is there so many people in the ring? It's like and my neighbour's coming in and your man delivering the pizza's coming in yeah. and the crowd is coming in it's just like here look what is I, going on I'm not on surprised here? people can sneak at the box of fights all the time just be like I'm his entourage yeah it's Anton Deck it's like alright but uh like this sort of this sort of bullshit. Like Floyd Mayweather was like he had like Batista go to the ring with him one time, Justin Bieber, Triple H, Lil, Lil Wayne, Wayne yeah. Fifty Cent, like you name them. Like they've walked to the ring with Floyd Mayweather. It's, it's just a circus, really. It isn't is it? a circus, yeah. Like you don't see Conor McGregor bringing you know Bono, Liam Neeson, Colin Farrell, and Shane O'Connor to the ring with him. And Artem. Yeah. Well, you don't bring <laughs> Artem, but yeah. Here, look. Like here, put. Long story short, right? Okay, draw. Like, everyone must be licking their lips now, being like, oh, yeah, round two. You know what? This was actually a massive mistake on boxing behalf. This was their chance. They had all the eyes on them after the Mayweather-McGregor fight. Yeah. And they just fucked up. With yeah. a draw and terrible promotion. It's a bit crap the way the two biggest boxing stars, like, at that weight class, are both non-English speakers. Yeah. Well, Golovkin can't speak English, but he sounds like a Russian Batman or... Um, James Bond villain yeah. and he's it's just, it just doesn't work whatever nah, it, doesn't it is it's the fact that there's there's no actual back and forth between them because neither yeah. can understand the other one yeah. it's a bit stupid I can't believe Canelo Alvarez actually never learned to speak English as well with yeah. like his opportunity of stardom apparently yeah, but, yeah, he got yeah, but paid the thing is, 5 million for that fight did he? and Triple G got 3 million apparently. yeah but the thing is like uh, 
Canelo Alvarez became professional at 15, so like he obviously came from like the slums. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like learning English, it was either like learn English or become a boxer. And he's like, right, boxer, go on. Apparently, Canelo Alvarez just has to be like, Viva la Mexico! And every Mexico goes, yeah! yeah, yeah. And that, like, that's all he has to do. He just has to say hello and the fans go nuts for him. But it's a bit of a... But no, it's just strange, whatever... There's always something fishy about boxing is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. I, I just, I don't trust the sport. No. So many bad decisions going either way. Yeah. I've just seen it happen too many times. Even even if you look back at um, Carl Frosch when he fought um, George Groves and he sort of got him up against the ropes and Frosch, Frosch was like, or the ref jumped in and he goes, oh no, you're knocked out. And your man was like, clearly not. He was like, <laughs> you are. Fight over. Uh, it's just, there's too much controversy isn't all there, the yeah. time, isn't it? Isn't it, yeah. Like, what do you think about Golovkin now, if you were him? Because, like, really, he's 35 now. He's after getting the biggest payday of his career, which he probably did. He probably just needs to get to Canelo fight again. Yeah, yeah, but, like, yeah, but if you think about his, his, like, his record now, um, he's after making so much money. Is it worth, in his brain, to, to lose his, like, like, his unbeaten record for the money? So he's almost, like, not selling out. But, I mean, well, like... See, I don't think he, he was getting those massive paydays before. Oh, no, 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 that's my point. He, he wasn't. But now... He's after getting like it's like here, right? We'll give you tr- oh, just over three million, but you're gonna have to. It's gonna have to be a draw, and then we'll try and we'll try. Well, and I think that's three million before pay per view boys as well. So I think realistically, if he doesn't fight Canelo again, I don't really know who his fight. Like I've seen him fight your man Daniel Jacobs. I've seen him fight Hellbrook. But in terms of who else is in that category, because he's in the slightly higher yeah, way he's category than Canelo. His, yeah, but he's having to move up as well. Like, well, Canelo moved up to fight Triple no, G. No, no, as in like star power. Oh, yeah. yeah, I, yeah, like, yeah. I, like, I don't actually know who's around there. Like, I know people at, um, at tri- uh, sorry, Canelo's weight. Like, Canelo could always fight Pacquiao if you really want to. He can fight your man Horn who beat Pacquiao. He can fight Sean Porter. You know what I mean? There's a few people in around there who you can actually fight. You can fight like Andre Berto. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Andre Berto has lost a few fights, but the fact that I know who he is means people know who he is. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. basically what I'm trying to say. I'm sure there's some very good boxers in there who no one knows who they are. But in terms of that, like, boxing has actually had a bit of a resurgence of late, but it, like, the people who are, the actual boxers are lacking in star power yeah. a lot. Like, all right, Anthony Joshua, is he that big in America? It's hard to really tell. He's never really... They keep on keeping him in Wembley. You know what I mean? Yeah, because he hasn't fought like, like a, Cardiff. Uh, Mayweather. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They haven't done like the MJM Grand in Las Vegas yeah. and been like, can he sell that out? Yeah, that's what I think they're trying to play it safe. You know what I mean? Yeah. They should probably do the Klitschko fight. <clears throat> a rematch, Klitschko rematch in Las Vegas. How they can make him into a superstar over there. If that makes sense. Is Klitschko that much of a superstar over there though? Yeah, well, I think they're both well known enough as heavyweight boxers that yeah. they could do it together. Would you get, yeah, but would you get a massive like, like a lot of German oh he's sure he's Ukrainian but would you get like because he always fought you know what you know what they should do they should do yeah. Klitschko versus Joshua a heavyweight world title fight over in Las Vegas and then after Joshua beats him you bring Deontay Wilder who's the American heavyweight boxing champion into the ring and then they can have a heavyweight boxing match in America after and therefore they've set it up that's something like UFC would do they'd be like right We'll bring the guys over here that make them superstars and then we'll have the American fella fight him and then the winner of that will be a real superstar as opposed to doing it this way it's just like there's 17 boxing weight or boxing champions at the same weight class and it's like who's the actual best one yeah, yeah, someone yeah, tell yeah. me will it yeah. I just don't get it it's, right. boxing's too corrupt and too, there's too many too many hands in the jar Put yeah, the jar. yeah. 
Yeah, but that's a good idea with the the anti Joshua thing. Well done. Yeah. Man. Thanks, but, man. Uh, yeah, as if we they s- robbed that, I want some money. Yeah, well, good luck. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So as we said, also Mikey Conlon is fighting this Friday. Technically, it's in a it's in Tuscan, Arizona. Technically, it moves into the, like the Saturday two a.m. time. So uh, if you're up, you're gonna be up all night. Yeah, four four train knocking Michael Conlon. Thanks very much. Yeah, best of luck, Michael Conlon. Thanks for coming. So I think that sort of wraps up the boxing news, anyway. So uh, this weekend, you see. Oh, sorry, last weekend. Excuse me. You see Pennsylvania, Pit- Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh was on. Uh, the headline was Luke Rockhold versus Davy Branch, and uh, I think that's what we should discuss because really, it was a good card, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. There was a few decent fights on it. Um, I think the first one we're going to discuss is probably Uriah Hall. Is his comeback against uh, Jocko? Yeah, uh, to be honest, man, great finish by Royal Hall, but uh, absolutely slammed him with that yeah, punch. But before, like, yeah, he was getting bashed. Uh, yeah, but uh, like I was, su- I was surprised he uh, he could be back. Yeah, I, is I, he back? I, I think what we're both surprised at is that he was actually getting beaten so badly in the first round that it was sort of oh, Hall's done. He's brown yeah, red, as yeah. you would say. Brown. And then I always sort of questioned his heart. Did he have it in him to come back? And land that knockout blow. And he just absolutely put it on the button of a massive right hand. And Jocko folded like a sack of, sp- or a sack of spuds. A sack of potatoes, should I say. So, like, Jocko had a real close back and forth with Branch last time. So, clearly he's a very high level caliber fighter. So, it was very impressive to see Hall win. And if Hall can keep his confidence up, he's still a force to be reckoned with in that middle of the weight division. Isn't he? He has that... Death touch it among the middleweights. Yeah, he's just he's still just lacking something. Yeah, you're still. Do you know what? Do you know what? I should have just accepted that he's not world class. You know what I mean? Oh no, you yeah, know what I mean? Was, yeah, but it's very hard to say see not world class when you can the way he knocked out Musasi, the way he just knocked out Jocko. And I know, like your man Adam Seller, who he knocked out in the old firehouse, probably an absolute tomato can. Yeah, <laughs> ball. That's been a wheel kick. Like he, it looked like he murdered, him. like yeah. literally murdered him. I was like, did I just watch him die? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think everyone thought that actually. Yeah, yeah, it was. And the fact that Chelsea was like, clearly Chelsea had fought Anderson Silva, and then he was obviously doing training with Uriah Hall, and then in the training room, Chelsea was like, he's good enough to beat Anderson Silva. <laughs> like, he obviously believed it, or he would never have said it. True, yeah. So, or maybe he wanted to believe it, so therefore he thought he was getting the best. Potentially so. He has to play all these he, mind games. He is. He's still a force to be reckoned with in the middle of the division, even though he could almost be getting caught and now he's put his name right back in there because yeah. he is a name. That is another thing. That, yeah, that is a thing, yeah. You know what I mean? So, where, where, where do you see him going from here now? He could maybe fight David Branch. That would actually be all right. Yeah. I know Branch is coming off a loss, but so, uh, why yeah. not? Yeah, why like, not? I was in like, I'm sure they're similar ranked in the middleweight division. Yeah. Fought in the same card, same schedule. I'd watch that anyway. Yeah. But, um, okay, the next fight, I know there's one you definitely want to be talking about in the welterweight division. Was it the Nigerian Nightmare? Yeah, Kamara Usaman versus yeah. Sergio Moraes. Yeah. Uh, another flatliner. Yeah, another knockout. Uh, Ross, here, tell us tell us, <laughs> tell us, us how many nightmares Sergio's going to have after this. Oh, look, Sergio Moraes is a fantastic fighter, very good welterweight. He will always be on the cusp. If not, he'll break into that 15th top 10 ranking he I don't think I don't ever see him breaking the top ten but he's an extraordinarily strong Brazilian Jiu Jitsu player and he does have quite good stand up. Yeah. But Usman just looks like he's one of these people. He's like the welterweight version of Ngani. That's yeah, the way I yeah, view him. Yeah. He's just such a strong top heavy wrestling game, great striking and the fact that he just looks very 
certain of himself. He yeah. doesn't. He just looks like someone who isn't going to be beaten. Yeah, the fact look, that he's calling out Damian Moya yeah, means look, a lot. He looks like he hasn't met his match yet. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. He, he's he's, he's still, looking like the ceiling's still yet to be found yeah, with him. Yeah, yeah. Like he feels like the top dog until he gets. And uh, to be honest, I think he needs at least two more fights before you sort of put him up against a Woodley. But he's looking like he's like going that direction. I would not be surprised if he wore the welterweight title at some stage. No, I could agree with that, but it's just sort of like... I know when you put his name against direction? Woodley... When you put his name against Woodley now, it seems a bit far away. But I feel like if you if you've seen Matchroom rightly, he could actually get there. Because I feel like he's a strong enough wrestler that he'd be able to hold someone like Jorge Masvidal or Stephen Wonderboy Thompson down for three to five rounds if he had to. But who would be who'd be the next... Like, if you're Dana White now, who would you give him now? Or I think, I think he's... Match he, 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 I think he's... He's called out, well, what appears to be, he's called out both Colby Covington and Damian Moya, and they're fighting each other, so he'll probably fight the winner of that. Yeah. Which would be interesting to see. Do you know if he, like, like, I know Perry's trying to take on... Um, Robbie Lawler. Yeah, but like I would like to see him Perry take on uh, Usman. I don't think that would go well for Perry. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, but like to, to knock one of them off, you know what I mean? You need, I to, like, mean. You need to, like, finish one person to move up mm. the ladder. It'll be an interesting one anyway. Anyway, Usman. I think he got a performance tonight. Usman is like, the man. Yeah, the uh, Nigerian nightmare. We love him. Another one, <laughs> another one. Another one you want to talk about. In the middleweight division, Anthony Smith defeating Hector Lombard uh, by TKO. Um, yeah, Lombard looked quite good for the first few rounds. And, but Smith is one of these people who was in the fight until the end. Yeah, but the thing is the height just, difference, man. The yeah, height difference was a difference. Yeah, Lombard's an absolute stump. Yeah, yeah but he, it was like... Five foot four taking on six foot seven. It looked like. Oh yeah, I, I think it was actually about five foot eight taking him on six foot three. But yeah, you're right. There was a massive height difference, and yeah. Lombard just didn't have the cardio to stay in it, and it just showed. And Smith got the late finish in the third round. I think it was like a feat to so, Belfort style. Like if you yeah. don't get a knock done in the first half of the fight, eat brown bread. Yeah, I, th- I think it's I think it's all that like compact muscle. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. No air getting in. Oh, was, yeah. Uh, oxygen. Uh, in the welterweight division, Mike Perry defeated Alex Reyes by KO. Um, are you surprised with Mike Perry? Platinum. Well, not in this fight, anyway. It would have been interesting to see him fight Thiago Alves because that would have been yeah. a bit more of a challenge. But yeah. your man Reyes came up from the lightweight division. And even at that, I still don't really know who he is. So I wasn't surprised. Mike Perry, I don't think he actually fought that smart, but he was just looking for the big heavy knockout blow at all times landing some great knees and, and uppercuts in the fight and he just really got Reyes out there nice and early he, I don't know just something about him that I do like and then something about him I don't like it, it, he does all the right things but then I think he takes too far and then calls his shots wrong sometimes like he was talking about Conor, Conor McGregor Conor McGregor doesn't even fight welterweight and <laughs> like why would he fight Mike Perry so yeah he does some things right he's got all the looks and he's got the right fighting style to yeah. make himself big but I feel like if you put him too much in the limelight, you go nuts and yeah, you lose yeah. about four fights in a row. Yeah, I feel, I feel yeah. like he's too much of a lose cannon. Yeah, that's actually a good point, yeah. Because if he became like sort of famous... Yeah, put it put it this way. Put $2 million in the bank account. I don't think he'd be going to the gym every day. Yeah, you wouldn't see him again. Uh, okay, so th- this whole card was based upon this fight in the middleweight division. Luke Rockhold defeating David Branch by submission. Um, first of all, it was good to see Luke Rockhold back after like over being out for over a year, right? Yeah, this this was a bit, it was just a tale of two sides. This fight wasn't it. Yeah, like Rockhold had been out for over a year. Was his last fight his loss? Was it? I think it was. Bisping. I think it was, wasn't it? I, I don't remember. Yeah, because Bisping's only had the belt for a little over a year. Yeah, and then David Branch 
came over from World Series fighting. He was the champ, champ there. Yeah. Uh, very unimpressive first UFC performance, and it would be it, you know he's thrown into the shark tank of the middleweight division in the UFC now against Luke Rockhold. Like Luke Rockhold is definitely top five, yeah. and has been ever since he's got into the UFC. So, well, this was a big opportunity for Branch as well to yeah. be, be a name and then make a name for himself. Yeah. Because he was um, the only person in the World Series of Fighting that had defended both belts. Yeah. The champ champ. Yeah, the champ champ. Defending champ champ champ. Champ. Yeah, look, David Branch, 35. It looks like his career has really come to a crossroads now. What, first of all, what do you think of him tapping the strikes? I think it was just like lights out. Was... I, 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 uh, a lot of people sort of slay people for tapping strikes. They say it's like, a bit of a pussy move, or they would say what they want to say, but there was over fifty seconds left in that round, and he was knocking out that spot position. Yeah, what, yeah my, my, my question was, is, what was he going? What was he meant to do? Yeah, there was, was like flattened. Yeah, he was literally. Luke Rockwell actually did his interview after fight, and he said his his MMA grappling style is very different to everyone else. Yeah. He says it's the best in the in the in the world I think he said he's the best in the UFC and he said people don't use their hips correctly and, yeah. they, and I, I was watching him do what he did David Branch I've never seen anyone else do that David Branch so yeah, maybe he's totally, right yeah he totally sprawled him yeah, out he, well. he also did that to Weidman as well didn't he it was just and like Weidman's definitely no chump of a grappler either I don't know, really no. know what Branch is like I know it's not bad grappling skills yeah. but it's, it's very hard fighting in World Series fighting to see what the level is compared to UFC you know, top five level. And well, once Rockhold Rock got him on the ground, he sort of just did what he wanted. Didn't yeah, he? ruined him. Yeah, I, I couldn't believe how, considering Dave Branch was like top notch fighter, he just got on top of him and that was just it. Yeah, it, yeah it, but Luke Rockhold's one of the best in the world, man. Oh, yeah, but it, look, it looks very simple. Yeah, as in, it. as in like, Rockhold's actually in an unfortunate position now in the middleweight division. It was the same sort of thing with McGregor fighting uh, Eddie Alvarez. I mean, he made him look just like like Trump. nothing yeah but Trump, although yeah. Dave Branch like did like attack at the beginning yeah, and like oh, yeah, looked like he, he couldn't he got the actually serious first round he won yeah. the first round yeah. he he sort of uh, looked like Rockhold was rocked at one stage didn't it yeah he was rocked yeah Rockhold was rocked well anyway great win for Luke Rockhold great to have him back in the middleweight division he's also someone if he was the champion this entire time for a year and a half he'd be one of the biggest superstars in the UFC I think as well he's got he's got the looks he's got the fighting style to be a superstar. Yeah, the bravado. Yeah, he talks very like calmly, doesn't he? He's just like mm. he doesn't. He doesn't like. You sort of have to like make sure you listen he's, to hear what he says. He's also big enough that he could actually move up to like heavyweight and be the champ there as well. Very good point. Because like Daniel Cormier is thirty eight. I know he was reinstated as champion there during the week, but like how much longer is he gonna fight like heavyweight? Rock all against Gold System. See it happen. Yeah, same here actually. Yeah, but like that middleweight division is absolutely messed, man. Because like GSP. He's come back and he's fighting Bisbing. Whitaker's out injured and he's the middleweight interim champion. So Rockhold's probably going to have to fight Romero next. I'd, I'd, I'd like to see that. Yeah, so would I. But I, like, I think that's the only fight available. Although I'm like dying to see Romero fight Bisbing. <laughs> I, don't, I just don't see that happening. It's I not going to yeah. happen. It's never, that's never going to happen. Yeah, I don't see Bisbing fighting him. It's like, who do you want Bisbing? Romero. Like, that's... An, yeah. Come on, man. It's, uh, <laughs> it's like... It's, I, I don't want to look out of my way anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't need the other one either. Uh, overall, watch make it the card and the event. Not the greatest card in terms of star power, but the five pass cards are sort of getting like that. 
some good performances, some great finishes. So overall, I suppose it was a pretty good card to watch. Yeah, well, Luke Rockhold was sort of carrying yeah, that well, card, really, wasn't he? Yeah, I suppose you had Rockhold back in the middleweight division, good performance put in. Uh, Usman's knockout, Perry's knockout, Royal Hall's knockout. Overall, like fairly decent card all Yeah, yeah, they'll be laughing to the bank. Yeah. Uh, this weekend, UFC returns to Japan for UFC Fight Night. Yeah, call us out all the fighters you know knows there, will you? Um, there's only really three fights, I'd say, that people know. There, there are, there are actually three fighters, almost like. There, there's actually a special fight happening that you might not know about, Barry. Uh, Gokan Saki is fighting, and he's actually a world kickboxing champion. He's a light heavyweight, and he's coming over to the UFC. And it'll be very interesting to see how he gets on. Is that your man? Uh, he's fighting, yeah, Henry De Silva, the, the UFC puncher bag. Is he, was he not fighting very recently? No, no, you were thinking of Lewis Henrique. Oh, I was, yeah. <laughs> the other human puncher bag. Yeah, they're, they're bros. <laughs> uh, okay, we may as well go into the, the women's strawway fight. Claudia Gadea taking on Jessica Andrade. Yeah. And the winner of this could be fighting the winner of the Tech like... versus Tug Rose. Yeah. Not, well, like, Claudia round three. Well, if Claudia wins, it'd probably be harder to get in against Joanna. But like, put it this way, they could be the second and third best strawweight in the world. These two, they're, they're both Brazilian, yeah. Yeah, and they're both like the Mike Tyson's of the yeah, women's well, strawweight. Andrade is more knockout, and then yeah, yeah. Gadelli is just absolutely shredded over nut. There's something about Claudia that I think is really, really hot. And yeah, I know she's she, very I, sexy. I know she, yeah, but I know she's like a bit of a like a tank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's just, just she got, she got, I think she's got that pretty face with a little yeah. cheeky mole on it and it's quite cute. Yeah, but like remember, there's a picture of her and her two sisters, and they're all just there, like basically in G strings, like just like posing, <laughs> and they're all like, although she has like sexy tattoos or something as well. She's yeah. always posing on Instagram as well, uh, and then I can't believe this is the the main event. The main event of the evening. <sighs> I don't think Bruce Buffer is going to go over this card. I no, like he won't. Not. I feel like it's going to be that Joey Martinez fella. And I hate when Bruce Buffer is not the only thing. Because whenever, whenever the other fella does it, I'm sure he's like decent. Would you say Dan Hardy will go over? No, I think it would be John Anik and... So... Cruz. Yep, yeah, who knows actually. Uh, Whoever wants to go to Japan. Yeah. Uh, in the light heavyweight division, Owen St. Peru is taking on Yushin Okami. Um, Ross, what can we expect here? A shy fight. Yeah, <laughs> this card is very poor. Is it? Is yeah. it? Yeah, but in fairness, it's Although not it's, bad. It's not bad for the Asian market. No, no, yeah, yeah, perfect for the Asian market. Yeah, well, just to show it in the US is, is I would say, all time low numbers, all time low. No, the only fight I really do care about is Claudia against Jessica Andrade. Like that's. The, I'm almost, I'm almost bemused at why those two are fighting in Brazil. To be honest, I suppose we should really talk about that main event for a minute. Uh, Yushin Okami's coming back from World Series of Fighting, returning to the UFC. I don't think he's ever fought a light heavyweight, not that I remember seeing. Oh, I think he did in World Series of Fighting, but that doesn't really count. Not in the UFC anyway. He's fought Anderson Silva, I'm going to guess. UFC 148, I'm going to guess. Or maybe 164. One of those two. He fought Anderson Silva for the middleweight title, obviously lost. So, him against OSP. I'm going to go for Yushin Okami. Just because it's over in yeah, Asia. Yeah, 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 and yeah, yeah. Obviously, he'll be used to like the cuisine and stuff over there. Yeah. So, therefore, he'll be more comfortable at home. And I just think he'll be better. Although, um, Although OSP went five rounds against Sean Jones. Yeah. Is that what you're going to say? Yeah, I was going to say he's a big fan of sushi. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Yeah, so I'm just going to pick Yushin Okami because it's in, it's in Japan. Or at least I think it's in Japan, is it? Yeah, it is, yeah. Yeah, Grant. Yeah, but the lucky thing is, man, Bellator returns this weekend to take on this card. Is it on Saturday or Friday? Bellator's on Saturday. Is it? UFC 183. Or Bellator 183. Bellator 183. <laughs> With the return of Aaron Pico to the card. Aaron Pico after yeah. his loss. After he lost Madison Square Garden. So he has to win this time. Yeah, but yeah, he's yeah. actually returned a featherweight this time instead of lightweight. So I th- I expect him to win. Although he lost very fast last time, didn't he? Yeah, but he didn't. You could tell he was sort of like just very one dimensional, wasn't he? Yeah, he needs to have more dimensions. No, more smokers and train. Okay, there we go. Yeah, uh, do you know what smoker is? Yeah, someone to come in and uh, get battered. No, smokers when you have like a real life fight in the gym. He needs to have more of them. Oh, like, you can't do like proper ones. Yeah, yeah, you can't have like a practice fight. He needs to have like a real a smokers like a real life fight in okay. the gym. So therefore, he's going into it. He probably needs to be like a good person, like talking shit to him and just like bully him. Yeah, probably okay. so. Uh, this is actually a very good card as well. Lorenz Larkin's taking on Paul Daly as well. Like probably the fight of the weekend. Yeah, like two. Two of the best strikers in the welterweight division, both with absolute ferocious knockout power. Yeah, I I couldn't think of a better fight. Well, Lorenz Larkin's coming in off a loss. <sighs> yeah, Daly won his last fight, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he lost the one before that, though, didn't he? Yeah, Paul Daly's so, so hit miss. Sometimes he didn't make, make weight. Some uh, I, I I worry that Paul Daly doesn't take it serious sometimes. But in terms of this one, I, t- I feel like Lorenz Larkin is the cleaner striker. So I feel like Lorenz Larkin's got. He, he, he feels like he's got better kicks. As yeah, well. he comes across as sort of a crowdy guy, doesn't he? A bit like Lorenz Larkin. Yeah. Good oh. technique. Yeah, Damon soon. Yeah, and so, then uh, who are you picking from? Uh, Lorenz Larkin. Yeah, Grant. Hopefully he doesn't have that bell shaved into the side of his head again. And then uh, <laughs> Big Country Roy Nelson is back, taking on Javi Oyala. Um, I feel like this is a tee up for a Roy this, Nelson. This sounds like this smells like a, like a tee up. Knockout and belly rope. Yeah, it's just like here, look, man. You fight him, will you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, welcome Roy Nelson to the heavyweight division. Yeah. And well, I feel like if he wins this, he can fight Mitrion for the heavyweight title. That'd be Bellator class. don't have a heavyweight champion. That'd be class. Yeah, Mitrion is massive. Yeah, they need to have some sort of heavyweight champion, don't they? Yeah. And then also in the main event, Ben Henderson's taking on Patrick Ferrer. Pitbull. Yeah. Patrick, Patricky Pitbull. Um, he's not quite good reasoning, Pitbull, but I think Ben Henderson is one of those people who is very good at winning a split decision. See, the thing is, he was probably the original guy to go from UFC to Bellator, wasn't he? Well, one of them anyway, yeah. Yeah, but like, uh, like the, pro- oh, yeah, the proper name. He was the he was the first person to go to Bellator, still um, fighting in his prime, as yeah, in yeah, yeah. not well past it. Yeah, and he didn't, never really kicked on there, though, either, did he? No, he fought Andrei Koreshkov for the welterweight title, and people, I think, just thought he was going to win because he was coming from the UFC, but Koreshkov was much bigger than him and absolutely bullied him for five rounds so I think Ben Henderson's going to make a run for that lightweight belt yeah uh, well yeah he's, uh, he's still if he was in the UFC I'd still think he's top 10 in the UFC I think he's that good but I just don't think he's been, ever been the same since he got that kick in the face from uh, Pettis Pettis yeah well not, not the showtime kick that was in, that was in WEC yeah 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 that he went to one the UFC toy laugh laugh yeah but he didn't know what he was doing he didn't mean to like <laughs> he didn't mean to it, but, <laughs> um I, I, no, I, I think I think Henderson Henderson's one of these people who's got the complete game. He's got subs. He's got the wrestling skills. He's got enough stand up. I think he's gonna win it. I'm just I'm just going out and limit saying it. I think he's gonna win and go on to win the Bellator welterweight or Bellator lightweight title. That's a very impressive card, man. Yeah, that's way better than the UFC card. 
And you never yeah, would uh, on a scale of like like if the, if the Bellator card first that's that's an eight out of ten Bellator card in terms of cards Bellator can oh, actually produce. That's one of the best yeah. cards they can produce. But like in terms of MA cards, probably a six out of ten card. But the UFC in Japan is a four out of ten card. It just is. The UFC Japan is a dog shit card, man. <laughs> like if if uh, in fairness, we're always trying to like come up with the best thing to say about a car, but as a, if you talk, just say why would you Cadet- like? Where was this? And this yeah, reliance? Yeah, that's that's yeah, unreal. Yeah, yeah, but imagine unreal. imagine Cloudy Cadetti pull out the card. I wouldn't watch it, man. I barely look no. at the results. No, there's not one relevant fight. I think there's a fight on the undercard, which I don't know why it's on the undercard. Uh, Usaki is fighting Husamir Formiga in flyweight division, and I'm just sitting there going, that's probably like the number seven against number nine flyweight in the world, and you have all these. Dung Young Lim fellas fighting elsewhere on the card and people just don't know who they are so I don't get it yeah if you don't know who they are, who they are you don't give a shit if you have one of the top flyweights and he's from Asia would well, you not put him higher up on the card and then if he wins he can become a superstar over in Asia and then they can bring yeah. Demetrius Johnson over to Asia and have him fight over in Asia I just think that would make a lot more sense but obviously they don't That be- yeah but that Bellator card is actually pretty good though yeah I like the belly yeah. and, uh, and Smelly Belly's got Roy Nelson's belly on yeah. fighting on it so also the next Bellator event, isn't it, that's in Dublin? It's 184 Dublin. Is it? I don't know. One of them's coming to Dublin soon. It'll be a Bama Dublin card. And yeah. James Gallagher's headline. Yeah. yeah. So we'll be going to that. Yeah. We're, we're, onto the, we're onto them trying to get tickets. And then Ray's after sorting us out. So, yeah. come on, Ray. Ray, we love you. We actually do love you, man. You're an absolute yeah. gent. Yeah. Can't wait for the Tato Christmas. Yeah. Um, <laughs> before we finish off talking about the fighting, um, UFC 217 in New York. Is there anything in particular you want to like discuss about it? Because we are going, so that's probably the best way to finish it off. Because it did go down a bit talking about UFC Fight Night in Japan. Yeah, we like to always finish on a positive. So we're going over UFC 217 middleweight title fight: Bisping versus George St Pierre. The return of the greatest welterweight of all time: Cody Garbrandt versus TJ Dillashaw. Probably the most heated rivalry in UFC at the moment. Yoani and Jacek fighting Tug Rose, absolute barn burner. Jorge Masvidal. And Stephen Wonderboy Thompson shown down in the welterweight division. They could actually be the two best stand-up welterweight fighters in the division as well. That could be the fight. Oh, no. Go to Carabant and Dillashaw. If that goes the five, like, that'd be sick. Yeah, absolutely unbelievable. And for no reason whatsoever, I'm going to hope Francis Ngannou ends up on the UFC 217 card. Because UFC are pushing him to the max. And no better way to push him than to put him on the main card of the UFC 217. Yeah. Him fighting Cody Garbrandt and Dillashaw. That'd be deadly. On each other's shoulders. They'll swap after each round. <laughs> <laughs> I would pay to see that. Yeah, I actually would. I'm definitely going. It would be absolutely a freak show. But yeah, me and Barry are going. And it's going to be the greatest card of all time because we're going. Yeah. If you want to go, let us know. And if you don't, don't let us know. Hopefully, Artem gets in the card as well. That Did, actually would be he's fight, Is he not fighting soon? I feel like he was fighting somewhere, but I don't know. Oh, he's fighting Andre Touchy Feely, but I don't know where. Is he? I think so, yeah. Touchy, is he? <laughs> Okay, so that wraps up the fighting segment of the show. As always, probably your favourite show along the lines with MMA Hour. Yeah. Or the Big Brown Breakdown. Yeah. How, are you getting on? How much are you enjoying the show so far, bud? Yeah, fantastic. Third best show in MMA history. And <laughs> <laughs> of Chael Sonnen. Yeah, we're ahead of him. Sometimes, <laughs> Chael Sonnen is actually brilliant, but sometimes he says facts that are completely untrue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'd be like, do you remember when Brian Stan fought George St. Pierre? Like, tell that never happened. I think it did. 
They're just like, no. It's probably from getting digged so many times in the head. Yeah, his nose is so bludgeoned, isn't it? Yeah, he, he, I don't even know, actually. Uh, right, so we're moving on to the football segment of the show. Uh, last this week. week. No, that. The Champions! <laughs> the Champions League music returned to yeah. Old Trafford. Yeah, if you saw that video we put up on the Instagram, the thing bleeding blew up. Yeah, everyone loves Pete. Yeah. He was, I, I, couldn't, I actually forgot how yappy he was in the video. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, lovely brown hair in the video. <laughs> but, yeah, it was... That a, was over a year ago, that yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. It, it was. It was a great video. People love it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> people kept messaging me like, my dog's going nuts here listening to this video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He actually was so yeah, late, yeah, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. He was so, like, screechy as hell. Yeah. If, any, if anyone wasn't old, that was actually me the whole time with my hand. Yeah. Like going going up, down, and up. Yeah, like, it was funny. Yeah, it worked out quite well, though, didn't it? Yeah, it was a great video. You, do you, swear, you swear Jake did that or something? Yeah. But, uh, okay, the Champions League was back last week. Uh, we should probably do another one of them. Yeah, I know, but how are we going to top that one, though? We'll do the same one again, except newer version. Yeah, I know. Better that. camera. Right, so really, see, with the English teams, you know the one. Man City won. You know the one 3 0 as well. Very impressive. Yeah. City won 4 0 against Feyenoord Next team, Chelsea. Uh, Chelsea won 6 0 against your favourite team, Quarabag. Quarabag. Uh, Spurs won 3 1 against Dortmund, which was a great win. I wasn't actually expecting to win so handy. Yeah. Especially in Wembley, because they're crap in Wembley. Uh, Liverpool drew 2 all against Sevilla in a rematch of the Europa League 2016 final. Yeah. Which Liverpool. No, no, no. Sp- yeah. Because we were at yeah, 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 sorry, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and. Which was which was great for Liverpool because they got spanked in that final. Just saying, and PSG obviously ran over Celtic. Yeah, I actually said that in the show last time. I was like, I was like five 0 because I listened back. I, yeah, I, well, I, you're like, I what are you talking about, man? I don't think it was. You were like, you were like, what are you talking about? No, I don't, I don't think it was. You were like Griffiths. You were like Griffiths. Two one. I was not saying the baby, no. Scott Sinclair, Sinky. Yeah, and then uh, also Barcelona beat Juventus 3 0. That Juventus defense just doesn't like it's just not. It's no, never no Benucci, no Benucci. Yeah, it's not the same again. Yeah, because oh, yeah, Keeley's a bit, he's a step older again. Um, Benucci was sort of like holding that together. And then I didn't realize who's the other one? Which one? It's like Benucci, Keeley, uh, Barazaghi. Barazaghi. I didn't realize he was the oldest. Yeah, he's 36 now, I think. Yeah, yeah, he's far too old. Yeah, well, like, look at Buffon. Yeah, Buffon, yeah, but he just has to save the ball. He can't be. Trying to chase Messi, at, you can't be trying to chase Messi at thirty six. Yeah, and Messi know, got Messi got two goals against him as well. Yeah, so first time he's ever scored against him. I, I feel this could be Fonz last year. Um, probably so. Or maybe. Oh yeah, sure. It's World Cup. Yeah, it'll be a World Cup. So he probably played the World Cup and retire after. Question for you: Did Barcelona miss a trick by going for Dem Dembele, and they should have probably got Diabala from Juventus? Probably would have been better transfer, wouldn't it? I think they just wanted the, on the wing. You know, Dembele's now after getting injured, he could be out for three or four months. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, uh, what you make the Champions League, man? It was such a great start to have the Champions League back. The yeah. amount of goals flying in, and I love the way I love the way it breaks up the week perfectly. Just like Tuesday football, Wednesday football, and then you watch all the highlights, and then you look at Eamon Dunphy locked, be like, "Fuck's sake, Ronaldo shot!" You know what I mean? Like I love that crack. Cause like you look at your Snapchats and your your group WhatsApps and all, and they're all going mad over. I love it. Yeah, no, I love the Champions League. It's brilliant, and it was just great to see. The English team's doing well because there was a lot of questions between can the English teams cut it because last three to four years the English teams have been crap in Europe and I think we'll see at least one English team in the same way. Oh, also Bayern Munich won as well. Can yeah, all the, basically all the top teams won. But uh, obviously like we can't break down every single match. But there's no upsets really so there's nothing that stands out too much bar all the English teams win and 
well done Spurs beating Dortmund because I wasn't actually expecting that too much. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, 3-1 You never, like you never know in Europe because like, they're not actually that experienced in Europe so it's hard to like... Yeah, but 3-1's quite decisive. Oh no, very decisive, yeah. I was, like, Aubameyang should have got a few goals. Yeah, but just considering like, that Spurs finished last in their group last time they were in Europe as well, I think that was a bit... Because remember, they didn't get the next round in Champions League and they weren't in the Europa League so they finished last. Last time in Champions League. So... Go from last to beating Dortmund, who are nearly always in the next round of the Champions League. It's fairly impressive. Yeah, Dortmund, Dortmund, yeah, I, don't, I don't know what to make of Dortmund now. Well, in fairness, they're definitely top 16 teams in the Champions League anyway, so. Is there a very bad game for Dortmund to lose because that group's quite a good group as well. Is there any players in particular that we should keep an eye out for, do you think? In which, in the Champions League in general? Yeah. I think Sensei is going to do well in the Champions League this year. I randomly think Bale will do well in the Champions League this year. I think the other Real Madrid players have to stick stick up, uh, you know, stand up a bit. Uh, yeah. I think Messi's going to have a standout uh, Champions League. Neymar for PSG. Um, Lewandowski for Munich. I think Pogba and Lukaku as a duo. I think Aguero and Jesus as a duo. They're my sort of standout players. Uh, I've seen so far and I think look like they're made for European nights what about you? Um, you have to name them all aren't you? a lot of them yeah well, I didn't say Suarez if you want to say him yeah no but like, uh, I like the way you named one from each team but, but then actually said two from United um, yeah but I, I think United is more of a duo thing as well yeah I, th- I, just, I think overall the competition is this is I think it's closer this year yeah that's what I was about to say I think it's actually like the the most competitive Champions League that I can remember really to date. Yeah, like, I think it's about eight teams competing for it, isn't it? Yeah, like I mean, once it gets to those quarterfinals, mm. like shit is gonna hit the fan. Yeah. No, I, like I, the, I, the, the the top play- like I remember this is a World Cup year as well, so it like the top players will be standing up and being like, "Give me that trophy." Although I have a, a sneaky suspicion that Atletico Madrid and Real Madrid, or no, Atletico Madrid. And Juventus will not be a force to be reckoned with this Champions League. I feel like they could be almost early exiters this time around. I feel like their team is not as good as it was I get you, yeah. previous years. I think Atletico are also playing in the new stadium now as well. Yeah, yeah. there's just something about those two teams that don't look the same. That Juventus team does look a step older. And then Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Know. I think from the getting, getting beaten that, that 3-0, hmm. it was just sort of like... They don't have it anymore. I feel like obviously not. I feel like, not I, feel like I feel like Higuain and Dybala up top have so much goal scoring potential in them. But I feel the service they're getting from in behind isn't actually as good as mm-hmm. it should be. So therefore, they're going to struggle to yeah. score as many goals against the very top teams. And then Atletico Madrid, because they had that transfer ban, I always think if you don't improve, you go you fall back. So yeah. they haven't improved. So therefore, I feel like they're going to fall back. Like United after they won the Champions League ninety nine. Yeah. Just didn't improve. Yeah, there's. It was like, oh no, we're, we're the best, so we don't need anything else. Yeah, you, you need to constantly be improving and constantly improving your squad. Although that team was sort of like, it was sort of like the way Spurs were, as in like, like there was there was no position clear that you need yeah. something better. Yeah, Spurs are very like that. Although Schmeichel left in the end, then we just what we got Barthez in, wasn't it? Oh jeez, I hate Fabio. Then Barthes. that was the beginning of the bleeding end of the defense. And Mark wasn't just that. Buzzy. He, 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 was, he, was, he was off doing coke and all like mad things <laughs> I love going now they would be great Greg Buzzy <laughs> he, he kept him showing up for all those charity games remember there was loads of charity games ages ago that were always playing no traffic and he was real fat and he was <laughs> showing up when he was playing goal oh, he's lost the right yes but uh, yeah 
Champions League is going to be at like top of the range this year. Yeah, so what, Premier League then? So we're going to move on to the Premier League, everyone's favourite league. What were the results from the weekend? <laughs> uh, we're going to start off with Friday. Um, Bournemouth beat Brighton 2-1. Jermaine Defoe. In, in the Championship. In the Championship. <laughs> Jermaine Defoe actually joined a list of players such as John Terry, Frank Lampard, Paul Scholes, Ryan Giggs and himself to score in 17 consecutive Premier League seasons. Yeah? Yeah, Ryan Giggs has scored in no, 20, 21 consecutive Premier League seasons. No, 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 it, it's, that mustn't be consecutive because he was away in Toronto for like a year. Oh, maybe in 17, oh, yeah, yeah, 17 yeah, yeah, Premier yeah, League yeah, seasons. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. Sure, remember Skulls was retired? Yeah, and he came back. Oh, yeah. Okay. Return of the Skulls. Return but, uh, of the Skulls. Jermaine Defoe scored a great goal. It was a little turn, snapshot, bang, bottom corner. Perfect yeah. strike as well, right in the bottom corner. Okay, so Jermaine Defoe scored in 17 different Premier League seasons. Yeah, that was uh, that was Bournemouth's first win in the season as well. Off uh, the bottom. Off the bottom, yeah. Um, okay, so on Saturday, uh, Chris Ballas plays Hampton, Southampton 1 1 0. Under new management. Under new management um, of yes. Roy Hodgson. Palace are the first team ever, I think, to lose five Premier League games, the first five Premier League games without scoring a goal. Yeah, and do you know what they're playing next? It's like Chelsea. C- City or Chelsea. Well, it's like the next three teams they're basically playing are United, City and Chelsea. So they could go eight games without scoring goals as well. And without getting a point. Roy Hodgson's 70 as well, man. That was just like not the right appointment. You know what's quite funny though? I was watching, I was actually watching that, I watched that whole game. Your man Lamina for Southampton had an absolute fantastic yeah. game. He looked phenomenal. They got but him then off again, Juventus. Yeah, no, he looked so good. But then Pardew actually said that anyone who played centre midfield and was given that much time could look that good. But he <laughs> did look quite exceptional. He looked a bit like Paul Pogba and Ball, probably because he also has the blonde hair. Yeah, yeah. But I was watching Pardew, and Pardew said something. He gave his analysis after the game. It was like, oh, the midfield weren't pushing up, blah, blah. And then they cut to Roy, Roy Hodgson being interviewed and it was as if Roy Hodgson watched it Alan, Alan Pardew said and regurgitated it it was the exact same thing yeah. I couldn't believe how he's, much he's, it was the exact same that was just the wrong move he's going to get fired this season as well you know do you think so yeah man he's he's not going to he's going to lose the dressing room after the next three games I just couldn't believe, be like I couldn't believe <laughs> how bang average that Palace team looks without Zaha yeah, but Zaha's a fucking like, glorified championship player, to be honest, man. Like, I, mean, I know, he's not. He's not man, man. Come on, man. Man, no, he's the big fish in the small pond there, but he like st- stands up as the big fish in the small yeah, pond. Yeah, but where's he meant to go? Like, okay, if he was to move... I feel, feel like Spurs go? could take him. He'd Spurs well are trying Spurs. to take him. Yeah, I feel like he'd do very well as Spurs. Do you? Yeah. Well, I feel like, yeah, but he's, got, like, yeah, but he's uh, got enough confidence to take on those players, and he can score. Yeah, but they already have not, you know, Lamella. Isn't, like, he's been dodging. I know, I know yeah, but I feel like he could at least go to Everton. He could go to one of those sort of... Outside top six teams that are like on the cusp of the top six, and well, like, an, like a Leicester well. or something. Anyone better? The next step on past Palace, even if he went Southampton, I think he'd be like good there. Yeah, but my point is, since he like broke onto the Crystal Palace scene, went to United, came back to Crystal Palace, he hasn't done any like yet. Oh, man, he's been he Palace's improved. best player. Oh, he has like, like okay, who else is up there with him? The Tech, man, he is. Like, get rid of him. Why would you have 30 million he, uh, Benteke uh, up front? There's uh, over 70 million being spent on Benteke in the Premier League. Yeah. Uh, that's frightening, isn't it? Oh, he's, he's terrible. Uh, over the weekend as well, Liverpool drew one up Burley. Um, big shout out to Robbie Brady as well because what happened was the ball it's got launched... Uh, no. The ball got launched <laughs> up over to man uh, Arnold Alexander... Alexander-Arnold, right? Uh, Robbie Brady went up, challenged in the air, something that he probably didn't even need to do. Won it. It actually looked like the header that he scored against Italy with. Uh, set it up. 
Uh, oh, I remember seeing it. Arfield scored, didn't Yeah, it was, it was set up perfectly. Arfield strike right down the bottom corner. Uh, Liverpool need to sort things out. Um, especially in defence. That defence is so fucking shit that it's actually frightening. Like, if you even saw Lovren during the week against Sevilla, he, like, dummied the ball in his own box and then they scored. Um, I actually watched a Facebook clip of Robbie Savage's radio show and a Liverpool fan was ringing in and he was actually making some very valid points why Liverpool should sack Klopp. <laughs> and he was actually making some good points he was saying that basically he's had them for two seasons now he still hasn't sorted out the defence yeah. couldn't get Van Dijk in there was no plan B and there's no point having eight very good attacking players if they can't keep clean sheet and I was like they're actually some very yeah, valid yeah. points made by a Liverpool fan so Klopp like he's not getting the right results and you can only use the excuse that you play good footballs for so long well, like you know, I think he's the like I think he's the the right man to have there. Like if the, who who would have meant to get instead? Uh, yes, the defense is dog shit, but like I mean, yeah, but the, that, but first, that was his job to fix that. Yeah, I agree with that. It. Yeah, but the thing is, if you think about it, like Matip is like is a decent second centre back. Like yeah, they need they a proper need, they need a proper they need leader. The captain centre. Yeah, they need a captain centre back. Uh, like the whole left back scenario is an absolute joke as well. And then is Milner still playing left back or is no, Moreno playing no, there now? Moreno's playing, and then like Milner came on, and then. Uh, even a right back like Klein's out injured, and now they have Alexander Arnold, who's like thrown in the right. Yeah, no, he looks very well. He, like mm. he looks like he probably end up he'll end up getting like uh, a good few England caps as well. But uh, like I mean, putting him in the deep end in that like drowning quicksand defense is uh, is not really good idea. Yeah, why ever happened, John Fanagan? He Just went, saying. Yeah, he went to Burnley, uh, was it? Yeah, he actually did go to Burnley. Yeah. Uh, another match Manchester City winning 6-0 against Watford um, Jesus Christ Sergio Aguero's on fire right if you haven't seen Sergio Aguero's third goal for the hat-trick it was it just reminded me so much of when Messi scored the goal against Barcelona oh sorry Messi scored the goal against Real Madrid in the Champions League in the Bernabeu when uh, when he passed the ball to Busquets Busquets just like let him come onto it then he came ran at the defence and then just did a little nick into the bottom corner it was so unbelievable uh, Aguero's on fire you should have seen Heredio Gomez the Watford goalkeeper on goals on Sunday the next day explaining the goal he was like I could not believe it it was so funny looking at his face he just actually was like distraught he didn't know how it happened he was like I covered the goal like, I did my job and it still went in I can't believe he went on a TV show after the team oh, lost no. 6-0 fair play to <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> if my team lost 6-0 I'd be like oh, lads I'm sick yeah 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 man I think that's almost Although he didn't, have to, he didn't have to save any goals he just had to pick the ball out of the net six times <laughs> You're also, by the way, fair play to Raheem Sterling. Yeah, he's he's, he's not just scoring his last three games. Yeah, he's doing very well this season. I, I don't know why, but I feel like he's the player in the Premier League that everyone wants to hate the most. I feel like that's his thing. Yeah, everyone wants to hate him. They're like your snake. I feel like if Aguero scored that goal and jumped into the crowd, he wouldn't have got sent off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Joe Kevin De Bruyne's looking lethal this season as well. David Silva had a great game as well. City, City are the team to watch as well. Or, City, sorry, United. sorry, was it David Silver or Stephen Arnold? I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, City are looking great. City, Ma- you, I was actually looking at Manchester United and Manchester City are 25% of the Premier League goals scored this year. I'm surprised. We'll get to United though. Um, Newcastle won 2-1 against Stoke. Rafa Benitez, what a man. Why didn't uh, Crystal Palace try and get Rafa Benitez? That actually wouldn't be great. Yeah. They have to win the last. Rather. They lost their first two games. They have to win the last three games in a row. 
They've actually won three of five games, which is very impressive. Nine points yeah, during the upper half of the table. Yeah, but the, yeah, they're in top four. Uh, the, the amount of sitters they missed in that game as well, I could not believe it. It's an absolutely dreadful team. Is, is Matt Ritchie the captain there? Uh, no, but he seems quite influential. Yeah, you, you know he was the fifth most bought jersey in the Premier League, Matt Ritchie. Was he? Yeah. In fairness, the Newcastle fans are fairly diehard. When yeah, you put it that way, yeah, and like someone has to be their player to get. So obviously, the Newcastle fans love. Matt yeah, Ritchie. they had to get the new Premier League. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, someone has to be their guy. So obviously, Matt Ritchie's their guy. Do you know well, who number one was? It was either I think it was Pogba. Yeah, yeah it was, was it? Pogba, yeah, and then Lukaku was two. Yeah. Uh, I think Hazard was three. Um, then I actually think it was Matt Ritchie. Fair play to him. Uh, also, oh, Lacazette was up there as well. Did we just shut up for a sec? We're trying to talk about the jersey. Who's number twenty-seven? Fellaini. <laughs> okay, so Huddersfield drew one with Leicester City. Um, oh, who cares? Yeah, no one cares. Um, Although fair play for Huddersfield for getting another point. Yeah, West Brom drew one West Ham. Great game. If you hadn't, if you, oh, if you the Westies, the yeah, of the Westies. Yeah, if you haven't seen that match, make sure to watch all ninety minutes of it. <laughs> there was loads of goals yeah. yeah and then straight after the match watch Spurs and Swansea again nil all as well <laughs> that, <laughs> that, actually, that reminds that was... me of watching Man United under Louis van Gaal yeah, every yeah, game oh fucking nil all not a hint of a goal not a sniff of a goal and then then you wake up next morning and watch Chelsea against Arsenal nil all again <laughs> <laughs> that is like watching United with van Gaal Louis van Gaal what are they all Imagine you actually watch those three games in a row because someone actually did. No. Someone did. Because the Spurs game would have been the late game. Oh, and man. someone watched all three in a row. I was dodging. Uh, I, I actually was never more disappointed to hear Chelsea Arsenal nil all. I was hoping for Arsenal fans TV sake they would lose one nil to Chelsea. And, yeah. like, that probably felt like a win for Arsenal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, well, they, they needed to stop the rot. Uh, WWE's also got sent off. Dirty bastard going over the top of, uh, top of the leg. Like, that's scumbag shit, like, man. Like, for being such a millionaire, if you're a millionaire, you shouldn't be that much of a knacker, you know that, yeah? He's just such a reckless individual. There's something endearing about David Louise, though. I know we did that, but there's just sometimes you see him on Sky Sports and the presenters standing on the Chelsea football ground and, like, he's making face behind them. Yeah, yeah, no, I catch you, yeah, but, like, that's disgusting, you know? Yeah, it is. I still can't believe every Monday morning he gets a perm, you know that? Chad thinks he's Lionel Richie. I didn't know that was actually true. I thought that was a natural hair. No, no, it is. I just made it up, man. Oh. <laughs> and then, obviously, the game of the weekend, Manchester United beating Everton 4-0. The amount of respect shown by Man United to not hammer Everton until Wayne Rooney was taken off was unbelievable. Yeah. Wayne Rooney also found out today that he has a two-year driving man as well. Shops you shy week for Wayne Rooney. <laughs> was that? In fairness, Wayne Rooney got taken off in the 82nd minute and it was only 1-0 to Man United then. And then it was 4 0 after that. I think the last three games for United, they're after scoring three goals in the last 10 minutes. Apparently, 38% of the Manchester United goals this year have come in the last 10 minutes. Hashtag Ross fact. Yeah. United, United, United. Hashtag Jose time. Joe loved, Joe loved as well at the very, very end when we got when Marshall got the penalty to make a 4 0. The yeah. way he came on, cut in, he, like, he, he is dangerous. When yeah. he cut in, he was like, oh, I'm taking that penalty. And when he was stepping up, I was like, he's, it's going in. He's just, he is going in. Did Valencia score goals season so, so far? Uh, there's been a few very good goals now. Yeah, but like up there, contender. Uh, maybe uh, no, like I don't think he's going to end up goal season, but so far contender. Uh, well, it will be, but the thing is, it's because he didn't like ca- like. It wasn't the, laces. Yeah, yeah. The technique was perfect, but he didn't catch it where he was meant to catch it. You know what I mean? Like so don't try sometimes. Yeah, try to head the ball, hit the net. Yeah, but thank God, he, thank God he didn't because it went in. If you call it on the laces, it could have been Rose Ed. I know that was after four minutes. But by the way, everything are like so slow at the back and. 
I was actually big in them up before the start of the season, wasn't I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, but I was like all the Roy transfer, yeah, I was like all the Roy transfer business. Uh, but they just look so bang average. They it's because they didn't actually buy a striker to replace Lukaku, and like no. I know they got Rooney, but it's no, not that's the, Sandra guy. That Sandra guy is just a bit like a bit of a Delafeu sort of. Yeah, but it's not even that. It's Hesse. No, it's Roy Roberto Saldado. That's who it is. Is that it? No, yeah, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. So it's like it's like buying one of those yeah, guys. Okay, it's yeah. like class in Spain. It's like over here. It's like nothing. Yeah, Negredo. Yeah, well, Negredo was deadly. Where? In the Premier League, Man City he was good. He was good score right. Joey, Joey, he's play. He he's after joining someone, and whatever team he's on now, is actually uh, a decent side. Is it No, no, no. I forget. I, I think it was Valencia for a while. Anyway, Google that while I look up these results for next week. All right, well done. The fixtures. Yeah, what up? Uh, also next week. Well, this week... Um, Hold on. I'm going to talk about United for another minute because that was an unbelievable performance. Yeah. I just like the way that... <laughs> I like the way that it was 1-0 and then it was 2-0 and they just kept on pouring on the pressure. And Gracie Lukaku would score again. Marshall got on the score sheet. It was just an, another top-notch performance. Mkhitaryan has now more goal and assists this year than he did in the entire Premier League season last year. Yeah. Question for you, Barry. Yeah. What do you think of uh, Mourinho and Koeman had a bit of an exchange? Um, Mourinho said that Koeman spent 140 million, so therefore they should be challenged for the top four. And then Koeman was like, "Ah, oh, here, man, you should be realistic." I think that was a fairly valid statement from Mourinho to say if they spent 140 million, they should be setting their sights for top four. Yeah, well, like Mourinho's just using what's being said to him and deflecting on other managers. Oh, like, I know, he's yeah. like the perfect person to do that. I know, yeah, but the fact that Koeman was like, "You should be realistic," is probably. Not something. If you're Everton, it's not something you really want to hear from your manager saying that they can't get top four. Well, are Everton worse now this season than they were last season? Probably so. Considering no one's gonna score twenty five goals. For them. Yeah, that's the problem. It's the same. It's the same sort of. It's like the Spurs effect. That's why Spurs sold Bell, bought like nine players, and yeah. really, I think they only have two of them players now. Yeah. Whereas, like that's the sort of what Everton they sold their Lukaku, bought all these players. Like you should, they should yeah, have just they bought sold one. They yeah. sold nine out of ten and bought four, seven out of ten. Yeah, yeah. Phil Neville said that there the other day. He was like, they should have just bought one world class player. Yeah, they could have been, could have been. I don't know. Could have been Morata. Not that he would have went. Not that he would have. Yeah, but for, in terms of money, it could have been Murata, as in like they had the money to buy Morata. That's like, what I'm saying. Like they could have just got. Do you know what? They could have got the foe in, and they could have got like someone else. Like they could have bought. They could have learned off him. They could have bought Benzema. Benzema would go if they had. Nah, he's got everything. And 60 million. They wouldn't say no. I'm, I'm trying to think of other strikers, but they could have got someone very good for 60 or 70 million. They could have got Lacazette. I know he'd probably already gone to Arsenal, but yeah. like they, that's the sort of type of players we're talking about that could have been available to Everton. Also, by the way, Negredo plays for Besiktas. I saw him there the other day. Uh, Ryan Babbel's on that team as well. And Quaresma's on that team. Yeah, well. they, they actually do have a like, Premier League reject team. Yeah, they're sort of like an, a, a, sort of like an Atletico sort of style in, in Turkey. Yeah. Big, big money in Turkey, man. Big, big money in Turkey. Uh, this week, the... Premier League is back. Car- yeah, but it's the Carabao Cup, a.k.a. League Cup. The United are the champions. I'll say that again. Carabao, yeah. <clears throat> Carabao, yeah. Uh, United are actually playing Burton Albion at home. Everything are playing Sunderland at home. Chelsea United won on TV here though, weren't they? Arsenal are playing uh, Doncaster at home. Yeah, so United are playing on Wednesday. And and West w- Brom are playing City. West Brom are playing in City. In the All-Premier League toy. Yeah. Uh, really see, that competition doesn't really matter once it gets into the quarterfinals. I'll just be interested to see what team United line up. Is there anyone you want to see Carrick, play? Carrick. Yeah, I want to see Carrick play. I'd like to see Lingard play. Lindoff. Uh, I'd like to play Lindelof Romero. play. Romero. Um, yeah, Lingard, good shout, yeah. You know what? I'd love to see 
if they gave Angel Gomez a run out? Potentially. Yeah, He's always in Jesse Lindegaard's Snapchats, uh, um, Instagram stories. Yeah, I'm think, is there anyone else who I think is a bit crazy you would like to see? No. 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 I think that's now we're moving on to the quick for Premier League. Premier League predictions. Okay, kicking off Saturday, West Ham against Spurs. 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 Burnley against Huddersfield. Burnley. Burnley. Everton against Bournemouth. Draw. Draw, yeah, good man. Uh, Man City versus Chris Palace. City. City. 4 0, 5 0. 6 0. Southampton against United. That's be United. Oh, I think 2 0 United. I can, uh, I can see 2 1. Uh, Stoke Chelsea. Chelsea. Oh. No, I think Stoke. Oh, Azuma Leo play. No. Then Chelsea. Uh, Swansea Watford. No one cares. Watford. Uh, <laughs> Leicester Liverpool. I see Vardy scoring. I see 2 all. And then on Super Sunday, Brighton versus Newcastle. Not so super. Yeah. Well, that wraps up the real football, really. Yeah. Um, is there a money like him? I feel like you didn't say Arsenal playing someone. I thought I did say Arsenal, no? No, sorry. Arsenal playing West Brom. Oh. Hopefully West Brom won and just see Arsenal fans. For the hope of John Scanlon, hopefully, hopefully they get a win. Um, also, we just want to say congratulations to the Dubs. As you saw, Ross was holding up the Sam Maguire there. Absolute All-Ireland champions. Yeah, that was a that was such a good win. Three in a row. Fair play to the lads. One of the yeah. lads used to be in our school, Brian Fenton. Fair play to him. Yeah, leaving it late, but getting the job done. Uh, the, the tension was so big. There was also a bit of controversy when Dean Rock actually kicked over the winning ball, the winning kick, whatever you want to say. Win the winning punt. free kick. The winning punt, boy. Um, won the... Lee Keegan, one of the Mayo players, actually threw his heart rate monitor at him as he was kicking over. Obviously, he still scored anyway, but... Well, he was that was a heart quite, attack, was he? That was quite a lack of uh, sportsmanship. He, he probably thought he was having a heart attack. That was sort of it, wasn't it? Uh, anyway, hope the dubs, and hopefully it's four next year. Yeah, it was a great result. I, I, to be honest, I actually don't see them not winning next year as well. Yeah, so... Yeah, no, they look too good. So, we're 20 episodes deep down on the podcast. <coughs> About 27. Over four and a half thousand followers on the Instagram. Nearly four thousand six hundred actually. Yeah. And then we're booking New York this week. Yeah. So things are looking up for the Enjoys crew. We also have things like Bama slash Belly Tour coming up, Metropolis coming up. Yeah. We have loads of exciting things Ireland on the horizon. Matches. Ireland, matches. Ireland, Ireland playing Moldova. Then away to Wales. Premier League updates, UFC updates, Smelly Belly updates. It's just energizes it's just a hub to hang out, isn't it? Yeah, so guys, keep up the interactions, keep letting us know what's up. Make sure to tell a friend, hit the subscribe button, hit that little love heart, and as always, stay energized!